Ready. Okay. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh my gosh! Remember that time period? Oh, yeah, I hated I to, that. No, I loved oh, it. Oh, that was so annoying. I loved it. But what's up? This is the Vital Check Show. I am one of your two friendly co-hosts. I'm friendly. Yes. Yes, we are a friendly bunch. Yeah, we are. Duo. Frenchy duo. Uh, I am Dr. Joe, your friendly neighborhood MD. And I'm DJ Critical, your favorite, your friendly neighborhood, <laughs> friendly <laughs> DJ. Yes. Yes. With the tunes. We have enough tunes. <laughs> so what's up? Welcome back, kind people. Um, so we're going to jump right into our humble brag. Let's jump in it. You know, we come from a very yeah. elite high school. Yes. Brooklyn Technical High School. Brooklyn Technical High School. The best high school in the nation. Yes despite of what you may think or the rankings that are published yeah false but it's 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 a unique experience as you listeners have probably are tired of Mm -hmm. listening and hearing but one of the byproducts of that is our dear friend maya maya who dropped his first and i'm sure of many um luxury handbags yes very luxurious yes i got myself an orange one it's very cute i didn't purchase one yet um we gotta find you someone to purchase it for right that's that's good maybe your mom christmas coming you can hold it i might do that right because you say you like buying your mom bags yes so your mom could be hip you know she got the maya winston bag yes yes. so shout out to our friend maya shout out maya and maya winston for the luxurious handbags that it's are really s- cute sweeping the the culture yes um and there's some colors that are still available and yes, he gave us a sneak peek it's going out like hot fire yes oh um, the, the platinum one was the, the silver one that's it's coming? like crocky looking like oh, black so he, croc skin i think I is think what i remember too because he he kind of like revealed some like a silver one. Oh shoot i didn't see that one yeah oh so you I know like croc i don't know i feel croc bad skin? i mean what? i feel bad for all skin but it's it's not it's not real croc. Yes, it is. It's a real croc. My uncle in Florida makes leather jackets out of real crocodiles. Wow, but like, do they kill them or, do, or they, are they dead already? Well, I think the, I don't know. I would have to ask because, right? Let's say technically the animal died of natural causes. Yeah, but it's Florida, those. so the sun is beaming on it. So you don't want like bad. Crocodile Bad crocs skin. Leather. You want fresh crocs skin. Exactly. Oh man, don't the baby crocs? So I mean, I don't know. I don't know the details, but I'm just saying. Uh, what if it's like a stillborn croc? Oh my gosh! No, that's just no. let's let's pull it back a little bit. Okay, I don't like sorry. it. All right. <laughs> my bad. But anyway, save the crocs. Save the crocs. Okay. Save the crocs. <laughs> Not oh, please get rid of the the other crocs. The footwear. Yes. You hate those. It's just. You know, I think we've crossed the line of unprofessional no, and professional. I, that is true. Like, you but can't I got wear my, Crocs to everything. I got my first pair not too long ago. And one, I don't think they're the most magnificent thing. People, oh, if you wear Crocs, you'll never wear sneakers again. No, I'm wearing sneakers. That's They're not magnificent. But they're just convenient. And I don't own a pair, and I will not be wanting I didn't pair. purchase them. It was a gift. Because um, somebody, like, heard me speaking about them, and, like, they, like, they own several. Oh, so I like, like the gibbets charms. Like that's cute. You and I don't want to do it. that. I'm a I'm a simple plain guy. So mm. I just want regular Crocs without the gibbets. Okay. I just want to put my foot in there. I go. I want to go. Take my foot out. And that's it. Or put it in sport mode. 
What the hell is that? That's that's when you, that's when the you put the, the little thing up, the flap on the back. That's that's why you know you're ready for action because oh <laughs> they don't they don't come off. It was like sporting her. No, that's sport mode. Like, oh my that's when god. you want to be active. Like, oh you my god, you know you could do it. Is with that the activity. equivalent of like women trying their heels and see if they can escape a predator? Probably yeah. It's so sport mode for Crocs. And yeah, because little... you you oh slip it in and then you do your regular things and then you want to get busy. You know you have to run. You oh know. Oh my goodness. Put that thing in sport. Oh my gosh, a hard no. <laughs> they come in platforms. Listen, if you like Crocs, that's your business. Yeah, but they have the, the lining. They have the oh for the, yes. The winter. I, I I do buy them for others. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just I, myself. I don't. Because like you don't even need Uggs when you have the 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 warmth. The sharp of a, of a crock. Mm. Warm right. Crocs. Let's. Uh... Shout out to my once and those bags. Yes, go yes. cop yourself some. Because before you know it, listen. The other day, several weeks ago, I got a text. It's a hundred days away from Christmas. So a hundred. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty close. Yes. Um, so before you know it, Christmas is here. So before things sell out, you might as well. I want a PS5. Can't get my hands on one. Oh, I can give you my login. For? Costco. <laughs> oh, they have like a waiting list? Or they have them? No, they have them. I mean, I don't know. You have to ask my... Wait, don't say this on air. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Costco. I, I mean... I'll tell you the ways. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. So, anyways. So, uh, speaking about the ways, tell us about your single ways. What's going on with you? All right. So, update. So, uh, producer B. <laughs> producer B. Producer lady. Um, yeah. I feel like we, we you know, we, we're friends still. Okay. So, um... We can talk about uh, what what in the culture we call is as spinning the block. Spinning the block isn't that a song? Mm. Oh no, it's a. I'm thinking about Dipset, but isn't it? I've been crushing the block or something. Disregard. Joel Santana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ma, I've been. Yeah, he's not spinning the block. Okay, okay. Spinning the block has mm. multiple meanings, but right now we're only talking about one, which means uh, returning to a past situation or person or person of interest okay so somebody that i uh was involved with uh some time ago like five four or five years ago whatever and we separated and um we kind of rekindled our uh I need to know this detail offline. <laughs> yeah, we we, we re- rekindled our our what's what's a good word? Uh, infatuation for each other. Oh, infatuation. Wow. That is gonna be oh. negative connotations. I don't know if I really? like infatuation. infatuation. All right, so we we just hooked back up. Okay. Not hooking back up as in just hooking up, but we're testing uh, things again. Yes, we yes we're testing, testing the waters. We drinking right. the waters. We yes, we're refilling the the, the cup. cup. Yes. Okay. And uh, it's going, I think this time, spinning the block has, uh, a, it's positive because we kind of re, like hash out things that we, uh, we were going through previously Okay. to not go down that same That's road. Good. So this time around, it's the, the word. Some reflection. Uh, the reflection and the, the word that I, uh, I feel like uh, I'm challenged with is intention. Okay. So there's a lot of intention this time around. Oh, that's the other tattoo. And, and, and well, are you gonna put that right here? <laughs> Maybe on my forehead. Yeah, that's the one that you really need to. <laughs> yes, intention see, versus see impact. Right. Uh huh. So yeah, so with the reflection and everything, we are we're going about this differently. Okay. 
with way more intention mm. and uh, a slower pace because before we we kind of like just like rapidly started uh you know dating and stuff like that without really we were getting to know each other i mean obviously during the dating but we started like we we probably jumped ahead Mm. we skipped a few steps Mm, fast forward times eight right Mm -hmm. so right now we're like really just slowing slowing down the pace yes yes (laughs) (laughs) so um it's it's a good feeling Whereas, like, um, I feel like this may be the one. What? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, that's so funny. I feel like I have false hopes with you every time. Though. I have false you know hopes for me, but um, yeah. So this this spinning of the block, uh, it's this is what I'm I'm on now. All right, I hope it spins for a long time. I mean, listen. No, I don't want to. I just want to sp- the, I just want to, you to be happy. So, yeah, if it spins, if it doesn't spin. Nah, but this this if the one block is hot. Um, the block is cool. I feel like like I said this it's this time around it feels better. It's a lot yeah, a lot Different. more communication. We're a lot okay. more open with each other. Oh, that's excellent. Um and uh yeah, I think the openness is what's important because we we already have a, a foundation of sort mm. so mm-hmm. it's less more it's more it's less of the what's your favorite color conversations mm. surface and more deeper second level like goals okay. ambition type stuff okay uh and things of that nature so although i think that should be along with what's your color right because i think what happens is you get very serious and then you realize you're incompatible a little too late. Once stuff true. got too that invested. True. So I think like it should that foundation, like what's your favorite color? Also, what's your goals? Do you want a family? Like what Yeah, are, I feel like you the Yes. I feel like what, what happens is I think um we think that those type much. of questions yeah, yeah, is like too, too heavy mm, in the beginning the, stages where you know, you try to wait a little while to see if you really even because this may be mm-hmm. just a a couple weeks or you yeah know yeah yeah see if you even have a a, a connection right so mm-hmm. you don't want to you know deep dive into things in you know in the beginning but yeah so all that to stuff say. is mm-hmm. you know we did that last go around so this go around it's really you know more building building yeah. okay yep. Well, I, I wish you the best of luck. Thanks. I am dying to know who this is. Because um, I don't keep up with Criticals <laughs> in Love Life, obviously. I can't keep up with it. <laughs> but speaking about spinning the blocks, things I've been spinning on Instagram. <laughs> so there is this viral video that has sparked some conversation in different social groups. Um, one of my cultural heritage. Um so it is this older lady um, who I think her son is there, her older son and her granddaughter is there. And she goes on to say, like, I love curly hair. And the, her son is like, BS, you don't you didn't love curly hair. You were perming your hair this whole time. And she her response was that bad hair wasn't in style. Mm-mm-mm. And then her son and I'm guessing like this is his daughter was like, no. What happened was these. There's no such thing as bad, bad hair. hair number one, I agree. And it was the Spaniard colonizers that created this concept to oppress and discriminate the slaves. 
That is true. And like the daughter in the background, that's right, the revolutionary, <laughs> the revolution. Um, so, right, and this is something that has permeated, I'm sure, across many cultures, mm-hmm. but especially the Dominican culture, right, there's this notion of pelo malo, bad hair. That's a thing? That's a very big thing, oh. right? Um, so, you know, my cousins that have the curly hair have permed their hair their whole lives. Um, so how do they feel about, like, a model on negative that doesn't really have, like, straight hair, but her hair is, like, curly? Um, and she wears it in a fro, yeah. right? Um, so then they're like, what is going on? Oh, okay. Because she really embraces, like, the Afro Yes, Latina, Latina. identity. Um, and... To a certain degree, right? Like you, every Saturday growing up, you went to the hair salon to to like straighten your be hair. under that dryer for forty five minutes, burning your ear up to an hour, hour plus. Honestly, I have trauma from that damn dryer. So your hair is not naturally straight like this. It is, and this is where I've become very conscious about my identity. Right, well, growing up, right, I didn't deny my African heritage. Okay, right, like I have cousins of all. Colors, shades, and stuff. shades, yeah. mm-hmm. sizes, shapes, right? Like, obviously, to me, like I've always said it, how do you get my color? You mix white and black, right? There's no denying that I have, have black. black, yeah, right? There's a saying in DR, like, we all have black behind our ears. Yeah, I mean, if you don't like wash it, no, but the, the, it's like to say, like, you can try to hide everything. Oh, well, but that you're still. Yeah. They're still okay. I thought they was just dirty. No, 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 no. It's just saying like you can't. People don't wash behind there. They you don't take a rag to it. And you have off. to exactly um, every so often, get in there, right? Yeah, absolutely, the um, back of your neck too. Like people just, everywhere, every crevice. Well, yeah, should be washed. Every crevice, yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Definitely between the toes. Let's not forget. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, so I didn't know my hair was straight, right? Like to me, I've always had my hair blown dry, like that's the thing we do right mm-hmm. that's our beauty standards in dr is to have your hair straight but it wasn't until like i was on a beach one day and one of my cousins was like joe your hair is mad straight like it's wet and it's drying straight and it didn't curl <laughs> yeah and i'm just like oh like that's my hair right like i didn't think oh this notion of good hair mm-hmm. but that comes from a place of privilege right like i didn't have to people Go through, didn't yeah. tell me that i had bad hair um, but I also have like freckles and like right I so there's all these features that I didn't realize about myself that was like of whiteness uh, that okay. makes me feel very self conscious and identifying oh, as an hey, Afro Latina. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, so you're like a Caucasian Latina. Well, th- th- don't call me that. Okay, right? Sorry. Like th- that to me is just like I don't have the privilege of being white, right? Like do not say uh, don't, that. Don't. <laughs> Okay, got so it. So even like our good friend flew into DR today and he sent me this text. He was like, me in the car on the way to the hotel looking at all the people. Dominicans really be arguing that they're not black. They're mad black. So even like, right, uh, comedian Godfrey has this skit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, if you have a plantain <laughs> in your diet, you black. You black. Right? It's all a matter of where the slave ship stopped. So just drop some people off here. Yeah. Just drop them off here. And then who you mix with. Right. Either the indigenous population, the white colonizers, right? It's, look at the Afro-Caribbean and we're some semblance of mixed race, whatever race is, right? Mm-hmm. Technically. Um, so, yeah. So, Godfrey coined the, the, or he made a response to this very, this other viral video was that, I'm not black, I'm Dominican. <laughs> 
And that this is a tough conversation. Um, so when I reposted this video of this old lady saying that, you know, oh, I, I love curly hair. One of my, my family members was like, all right, Becky with the good hair. And mm. I was... It's, you was irate. Yeah, irate. I, I was like, I can, first of all... <laughs> I can only imagine... This is genetics. How that went. <laughs> right? Like, I, I can't control the, the type of hair, hair I got. Yeah, your hair type, yeah. Um, And mind you, like, growing up, I've always wanted curly hair. Because oh. I was just like... There's just this sexiness about curly hair, right? Like, it's so much character. Character, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can style it different ways. And until I had my daughter, I was like, oh, no. Curly hair is mad work, right? Like, you have to moisturize. You have to make sure you don't, you know, it's a long list of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways. um, But, but like, straight hair, is is it? It's boring. Is it hard to, to manage or it's just like, well, you have like straight, like long hair. Yes. So it's like, but you had straight, like short hair at one point. Well, you did cut it. So I cut point. it like Rihanna when she did the inverted asymmetrical bob. Mm-hmm. Um, so I cut it like that and it was a little frizzy, but still like my hair is straight. straight. Yeah. Um, so I would flat iron it to get the ends a little um, straighter for mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the dramatic look, but it's straight. Hmm. Pelo malo. Yeah, so pelo malo. Um, so why is that a thing, right? Why are Dominicans obsessed with pelo malo? I feel like it's not even only Dominicans, because either even like where like colorism, like black people, African American people, amongst other African American people, have like different curl types and stuff, and like, oh, your hair is nappy. Mm. and stuff like that and it's so like, another trigger word yeah i'm like hmm. unfortunately i i never had to go because my waves was always spinning from oh. like from like jump so but um but that I don't in think, itself I don't right is huh? a, a that's a, a backward backhand comment no because i don't i don't believe in the nappy hair i feel like now being an adult yeah you just have a different curl pattern it's, mm, okay. it's not a nap unless it's like you don't take care of it then it get like matted and knotted mm. and stuff but i don't Got believe it. in in naps that's like one of those those words that mm. they just created. describe yeah created mm-hmm. but um yeah but i think with with hair it, it transcends like different uh cultures like just not just dominicans i don't know if white people deal with that do they have like mostly the same type of I don't think like, so I've seen like of hair different cur- hair curly yeah, hair they have like and... redheads and like <laughs> blondes and but I'm sure it. like but I think it's just I don't know it's to me in the Dominican culture is so palpable well I think with the Dominican culture for whatever reason I've come to see just in living that they just back I don't know if it's still going on but they just don't want to be black like they really want to stand anti-blackness stand firm in I know black like yes. <laughs> like they're like I know black I'm Dominican like there's a clear distinction and difference where it's like uh, I mean there is but you do got some some black in you and the thing is so wh- why and that's that? another reason why like yeah. some Dominicans like they're do they shun like the darker shade Dominicans than the the lighter shade is the, well, here's the thing. Um, so, Dominican Republic, right? We're gonna do a little history 101. Got you. Was one is the only country in Latin America that actually gained its freedom from Haiti and not from Spain. 
Okay. Um, because and then Haiti. That's where it stems from. Yes, probably. Yes. So because we gained independence from a black country, right? Um. So let's take it even a step back. So Haiti got its independence in the 1800s, um, and then a few later years later, they took over the whole island of Hispaniola. Okay. Which is Haiti and DR. DR. Yes. Um. So for 22 years, Dominican Republic was under Haitian rule. That's like how long I knew you. Yeah, look at that. So, um, so for many years after that, even after Dominicans were freed from the Haitian rule, um, there were a lot of dictators, especially Trujillo and presidents of DR, that have perpetuated this anti-blackness um, and instigated that you know anything that's Haitian or anything that's black was bad. bad. Wow. Um, so many of my Haitian like friends and colleagues refuse to patronize DR. They will not go to DR because of this anti-blackness sentiment, right? It's very it's parallel to like how U.S. Americans feel about migrants from South America and Central America, right? So Dominicans have the Haitians um, doing like the right the jobs that Work, no one right. wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and paying them poorly and treating them poorly. Um, like, like even I've noticed in my family, like how they speak about Haitians. It's like, oh, they burn everything. They don't take care of their stuff. Wow. And it's just like, I don't know what Haitians you are encountering, but like the Haitians I know are one of the most hardworking people mm-hmm. in this country. Um, and the most faithful people, the most faithful of friends that I've had. I mean, a Haitian cheated on me one time. I mean, it's, it's not because she's Haitian. Okay, that's fair. Right? Mm-hmm. Carry on. I mean, we had a whole episode. Sorry. Yes. Episode talking yes. about this. Yes. Critical. Yes. Um, so pretty much like Dominicans and, and, and again, many cultures have this in they're ingrained that this anti-blackness, um, right? Because Haitians were invaders and they're savages. Um, so there's this literally this pervasive racism in DR. Pervasive racism. Yes. So. Got it going back to your original question about colorism like yes if you're fair skinned with straight hair with a certain body type you are favored um same same to here to the u.s Mm -hmm. um but also it's silly because again we're an island of so many different shades Shades, of color and whatever but yeah it's um it's an issue and then also well i feel like with that grandmother's that's her understanding is just unfortunately that's just what she was taught and like grew up on whereas like her her son and his daughter her grandchild are obviously nowadays this generation is way more conscious conscious open-minded uh uh, their <clears throat> and information is available mm. to them, whereas back then, like, cause the, I, even like with other other things, like my parents and older generations, like my aunts and uncles, they see things and they experience things, and they're just very like closed minded mm. on what's going on, like in today's society and mm. stuff. And I, I don't feel I don't have the energy nor care to like try and sway them discussion. right yeah i'm like all right you know that's just there's just stained in their brain as to you know whatever they was taught 
But that's one of the things that kind of upsets me about that generation. Um, you were not, well, not all of them. Something. Yeah, not all of them are like that, but a lot, a large percentage, a lot. Yeah, or at least you know I'm biased with my experiences, but I feel like that generation. Yes, that was your way of life. Right. But that's not to say at the age of 50, 60, 70 that you can't evolve and learn from agree. that from those experiences and change your opinions, mm-hmm. right? Like sometimes you like oh man, I can't remember this quote, but something about like your parents taught you stuff, but it's your job to unlearn it and create healthier connections. Same. Something along those lines. I got to find the exact That cuz like even um I have a friend that's uh uh, practicing uh, gentle parenting. Oh gosh, all of us. Right, and <laughs> they're not gentle childing. Is what <laughs> I just reposted the other day, <laughs> right? Because I was like, yo, it takes every ounce of me not to show self control so- and just lash out physically and get bow bow. Right, like that is hard. Yeah, so it's like. It's similar, whereas like we, they were taught how to raise children, and we're switching that whole model of oh, yes of how to you know reprimand yes. and how to talk to because obviously like our parents would like talk down to us like we're like their little servant or like oh, they're gosh. lesser than us yes even like as an adult like sometimes <clears throat> my siblings and my parents get into quarrels whereas like they're like hey i'm an adult now like speak to me as such i had to remind my mom and i'm i'm i i'm not really a, a talker so i'll just look at them and just have them mm. you know go about their way like yelling and screaming but i have a sibling that she's very outspoken outspoken mm-hmm. and she's gonna let my parents know like no 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 no, no. we're not <laughs> you're not first of all you're not gonna talk to me like that yeah like we're not gonna have this like i'm an adult like you're gonna you know address me as such and we're gonna either we're gonna have a you know a adult to adult conversation or we're that's that's not gonna work so but that's one of the challenging things in that dynamic right because you're, you're still parent child and the parents i think kind of hold on to that dynamic right, correct right like I, you are still my subordinate <laughs> right versus this is adult versus adult right like mm-hmm. i'm a woman in my 30s right exactly with a grown-ass woman mm-hmm. right? i have my own family at that like, exactly you know, so like, like let's discuss things as adults mm-hmm. but no i think for parents it's hard because it's like no you're discussing this as parent child and you're still my child right and no matter how that power old, dynamic yeah. is just rough yeah. so yeah so even with um my daughter we tried gentle parenting but they're not gentle childing. no not at all like this girl just knows and she's like talking back now right so it's it's, it's well, challenging you, you empower her to like speak and like, yes to you absolutely know, speak up because i communicate. was grow i grew up not speaking not up. and i think I, that's one of the the biggest i think um issues i have in as an adult is speaking up when wrong doing has been done even like if i witness something Mm -hmm. um and you know tying that into edi work right um one of the things that's taken up most of my time is this um, quality improvement project that i got going on um and we have to touch on the the subject of you know allyship of, of people that are not black or people that who are not of color right um and how 
it is important for them to speak up when they witness wrongdoing because we, we're not going to change this culture of anti-blackness if you just keep quiet yeah. if you keep quiet right because at the end of the day as much as i want to create that seat at the table that i said last episode what does the table look like well, i feel like similar to like what we spoke about in previous episodes it was like sometimes i well not i but i think it can be a thing of like with african-americans we're going through so many different plights mm. where you just kind of like pick and choose which ones to like you know put your energy mm. in so like like the the hair or like you know colorism thing is like but we had to we had to takes, create literally the crown act right like yeah. women ha- couldn't come to work with their natural hair yeah you couldn't come to work in braids or afros because it was seen as unprofessional deemed unprofessional like why is it that corporate america is afraid of blackness right like i feel like what what intimidates you about an afro i i feel like it um just it stems from racism oppression oppression yeah because now that more African Americans are in those type of workplaces and stuff. It's just like a a shock, and they feel like you know, like people think that oh, a, a, a black woman is just like super assertive and like you know a lot of mm. neck rolling and mm. and eye rolling mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And stereotypes. And very stereotypical. Yeah. So um, I think that is like part of the they weigh their hair a certain way. So when you see somebody with a certain hair type, you automatically would think that for whatever crazy reason that their personality must be other than is yeah, mm. fits in that realm of oh, if you have like say say like in basketball or just say like certain areas like oh if if a, a, a male had braids mm. that they're a criminal. Oh, yes, you yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. And then like if you have a short uh, you know, fade, fade like cut like you're, Caesar. yeah, like you're mm-hmm. studious mm. or something like that. So it's like, or if I it's not, like, if it's not fresh, you don't have yeah, a fresh lineup. You must care about your studies and not your looks. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think that that probably comes with it where they feel like a certain hair type is unprofessional or you can't convey a message or can't do a job if you look a certain way which is ridiculous so you i read this book called the other black girl um two summers ago i think that's the name of the title and it it's uh i don't want to give away too much but it 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 touches on that Mm -hmm. um and it's certainly a book that everyone should read um it's a little it's a little nutty and it's crazy the ending um but it certainly touches on you know being the only black woman in, in, in some spaces and your appearance, especially because, your hair. Because even like when I was in, um, when I was working in, in corporate America and sometimes like my, my barber is like a, a diva. So he only works once a week. Oh my gosh. That's so nice. So there's times where for whatever reason I couldn't get to him or say he's sick or he had other endeavors that he couldn't, you know, cut my hair. Like there's like times where like, you know, I went like two, three weeks, whatever, without a cut. And I'm like, you know, a little scruffy mm-hmm. and stuff. And then everybody just like, 
you know, are you going to do something about that? I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm still performing <laughs> yes, the job. My, yeah, like my, my duties hair, and responsibilities. Yeah, my hair is a little higher. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's a little more facial hair, but like, you know, I'm still. It's not me. impeding. Yeah, yeah, and they're just looking at me like I'm like I'm a werewolf or something. Like I'm mm. just like this whole different person. Like they really like I'm walking the halls and I'm like, oh, are you gonna get a haircut? Oh, oh like, and I'm like, no, I'm. And that's a dreads. microaggression, also. Yeah, like, so with my um, I give them all different sassy, sarcastic answers. I'm like, no, I'm growing dreads. <laughs> like, no, my, my barber died. And then they're like, oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> and then just awkwardly walk away. Yeah. It's like, yo, mind your business. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's that's where we should be in the market for minding our business. Yes. People don't want to mind their business. They don't. I mean, yesterday, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before, right? I have some degree of, of body issues. <laughs> um, so I was very intentional with my outfit. Okay. Right, I wanted to make sure that I did not look pregnant, whatever that looks like. Right, because I've been I've been getting chunky. Right, I've been it's it's tough. In the last three months, you've been you know, it's I haven't been running as much. But I mean, whatever. But I'm you're busy. You're doing a lot. You're. I mean, you're listen. Traveling. I'm closing my well, not today, but I've been closing my rings. But anyways, the point is right. I was I was about to I was like yes this whole night nobody said I looked pregnant and just when the and night just was when I, I was leaving. <laughs> Are you pregnant? I was like, no, mother effer, I'm not. And then a little That's piece of me died rude. again. And it's just like, yo, if I if I want to tell, if I am, I will let you know. And if I'm not, don't ask me. Yeah, people just have no coof. Like they just. It's just like, yo. They just feel like they could just like blurt out and just say anything to anyone. It's like, just we, we gotta teach people to myob. Mind your biz. Mind your business. Like there was, what was that? There was something that happened recently, and it was along the line of like people just should just mind their business. I forgot what it was too. Mm. I think it was something in like music culture or something when somebody did something and everybody. Oh, it was so <clears throat> Halle Bailey is um uh, the new area which i know well i knew but well, yeah people knew it's about not new Matt. news right, right. but i it's guess because the trailer dropped the trailer came out a couple now, weeks like, ago like oh snap like wow like it's a, it's a real thing now yes let's talk about that so everybody is up well not everybody a lot of uh people are up in awe that she's ariel which is which was a a, a mermaid Okay, a yes. fictional a fictional character being. being is now after however much years has decades has been port- portrayed by a, a black woman. But did this this is did this happen as well when Brandy did Cinderella? Is because social media wasn't around? We Probably. didn't. We didn't get because as like much. that was a whole multicultural pot, right? Brandy had braids, right. And was Cinderella. The prince was Asian. Whoopi Goldberg was, I think, the fairy. Was the fairy godmother? godmother. Yeah. Right. So it was a hosh posh. So of this is every, what Disney does. Like they, they recreate things to so, be more reflective of our society. Of society. And everybody is just, you know, going crazy. So the thing. That Another I'm, polarizing topic. Very. Because for one end. All these parents of black daughters were like, my, and I haven't watched a clip myself, but 
wow she looks like me wow she has dreads like me because even the dreads oh my gosh oh man yeah. and then the other side of it is like i don't understand <laughs> why is she black it's like ma'am like she's a, like there's mermaids don't exist <laughs> period like that's for one like bottom line is like this is a fictional no, character like, have a seat yeah people like people are just weird but anyway so her boyfriend uh which is ddg a rapper uh what did we know she was, was doing a, yeah mm. was doing an interview and the interviewer asked him about how um how is he taking or how is he asked about hallie how's hallie taking like you know all the quote-unquote backlash or just like you know about her portraying little mermaid and stuff and he said something to the degree of she's taking it fine but he was unaware that racism still when oh, her, I was still was around he, he said that he thought all of that went out when with martin luther king oh gosh which was he was joking so someone took it upon themselves to take that clip and and say to Hallie that she needs to break up with him because he's because of his comment. Mm. And then people were just in her comments like, "Mind your business! Like why? Mm, why are you even like taking it upon yourself to take time to take this clip and tell this young lady to leave him because of that?" When he it seemed seemingly clear in the. Maybe he comes from a place of privilege in his own well, right. Well, that, but seemingly he was joking. So, obviously, in the media... Oh, he was. Because, you know, I'm very they, concrete. I don't I don't understand jokes. I don't understand Yeah, in the media, they, they, clip, they clip things that mm, serves the purpose. Clickbait. Right. So, they'll edit it to that part and just will leave out oh. the three seconds of him laughing and got it, saying, got it. I'm just joking yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just will take that little segment. So... Yeah, just mind your business. Like, just worry about yourself. And, uh, you know, like, that's... Worry about yourself. Like, that little girl that was viral for a little bit. I don't know about her. Oh, she's cute. I don't know about worry the girl. Worry about yourself. I know the girl. I'd be like, bye. Oh. <laughs> bye. <laughs> I just did that yesterday. My cousin was like, bye. what are you doing? Bye. <laughs> My little uh, Egyptian friend. I don't know yeah. her name, but I, I think she's hilarious. Well, somebody sent me her, like, her... I guess her parents like Paige and she like she's a character she is she has a brother too he's it's not as funny as, oh, okay. he's not I mean I don't understand Arabic but and I have my friend translate sometimes but he's, oh no that's like usually my salutation like bye yeah 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 bye. She, she was cute uh, but and yeah then, Hallie is just that whole thing is and no but then the TikTok uh, thing no wait another oh I thought you were gonna get to TikTok injury thing. is like oh is this Halle Berry like and I'm just like, ladies and gentlemen, we just really <laughs> need to stop confusing. I mean, yes. Like, all black people there are, are not very similar spelling and names, but they are not. The, there's like a 20 plus year difference. Like, you I think cannot. More than that. It's just like, you cannot. <laughs> and and ugh, we won't even. It's just. It's so a there, lot. Was, there was this guy on TikTok that used blackface uh, Sim- simulating the reaction of little <gasps> black girls responding oh to uh the the trailer and that didn't go over so well did he get fired from his job uh i don't know but he did like really like double down on it he was like <gasps> no like this is oh well i i think that the thing was that tiktok didn't take it down mm. 
and then he was like oh if tiktok didn't take it down then i didn't violate any things and then i didn't take it upon myself to look more into it because i'm i'm from my the way i live my life is that i negative things i just don't indulge in like i i don't watch the news the news is very depressing i don't things like that that i know for a fact are gonna trigger me and like Mm. make me feel a certain way i just avoid yeah i like even when it's like say unfortunately like the the tragic the tragedies like with like you know cop killings and stuff and you know like i just don't even put that imagery in my brain so i don't Mm. watch i I see none of that it's important to protect your peace well because i know about it like mm, i'll read about it but like seeing it yes i just it's re-traumatizing yeah i I don't i don't do that stuff there's a there's a documentary that dropped on netflix that's um i don't even know the guy i would have to i'm ignorant yeah yeah somebody told me that he was watching that today and i literally when they said they were watching i was like why are you watching that yeah it's like oh because i wanted to i was like i will never watch that yeah a lot of people uh, there was a comment that said you know um watching black trauma is like almost like pornographic in a sense that but porn is, is accepted um but like to like it's almost to that degree where of like sensory like yeah like just creating the i don't i i i'm misquoting because what i found out about i didn't really know about you know his me neither i know nothing about him until because i seen uh ironically on the way here so i seen i was watching a clip and then later like at the as the clip finished i realized what it was a clip from Mm. the thing Mm -hmm. and it was like uh the young man was like on a stoop and then there was like three black women talking to two white officers you know like yo like get him help get him help like he, he's obviously not well he's bleeding mm-hmm. he's naked and then uh jeffrey walked up and told the police officer that oh he's my boyfriend he's drunk he just fell he got hurt and uh basically it seemed like that in that situation they let jeffrey take the boy back inside i think mm. the boy like escaped or something like that oh my god and they let him take him back inside oh my god and then the little excerpt said something about all oh, those officers later got fired and reprimanded and something like that but uh being that is new uh in different conversations that i'm hearing is that he was mainly in like a a black community so like most of his victims victims were african-american again like i don't know much about him me neither but yeah he was like drilling holes in people and like just doing like really heinous things and i'm like yeah i'm not uh, there's so much other things on netflix to watch yeah (laughs) yeah than that so that's unfortunate that's really yeah well damn now i'm sad Yes, you see, like just, <laughs> just from like, the verbiage. My goodness, so, like, like this so, is not so, nice. So, like, think of like really like watching it and then like having that imprint like stained in your brain where you can like recollect or like envision it and seeing it again. Like, nah, I, I he don't. He was known as the Milwaukee Monster, a serial killer and sex offender who committed the murder of dismember and dismemberment of seventeen men and boys. Oh gosh, yeah. All right, that's it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about. I mean, right. obviously, this man is not well, um, but my goodness, 
Really? Yeah, so like it's interesting like the things that people companies studios choose to like because it's obviously because crime is very in right now right these crime podcasts right. and yeah and documentaries right like everybody's interested in the, the dark side of things yeah. um maybe in the hopes that you know oh there's at least a good ending that it was solved oh yeah or just to bring awareness to things but it's like yeah the the some things should the just stay things in the past. that that people are capable of doing it's just like it's it's infinity it's infinity but anyways let's just let's, let's reel it back let's, in yeah let's do some positive that, stuff that, and that, end that, with that, some, an, an act of kindness please please um, please be kind rewind so what what do you want to do let's what are we gonna do um you know don't be a serial killer that's one okay I mean, okay. <laughs> that's, that's very, very important. Don't not, be a serial killer, but I think uh, more importantly, I mean, yes, is uh, to speak up, right? Okay, um, yes, please. When something, you witness something that is, is wrongdoing, um, it's easy to go about your business. And sometimes, you know, in the media also, it's it's dangerous, right? Like you see people trying to save someone from stabbing and yeah, they somebody, die. That was uh, the way. person in, in New Jersey. Or it happens frequently because there was somebody in New Jersey that witnessed uh, like domestic abuse in a gas station and like went to save the woman. Yeah, to like intervene and the guy, the guy shot him. And, and then yeah and then she left with the guy oh gosh see like so I think that so it's it's a twofold because we're like mind your business but then at the same time you know but then there's ways he could have just like called 911 and just like reported like hey there's something going on you didn't really have to like by the time the cops come I mean it's it's, it's, it's tough yeah it's to like really gauge where but it doesn't only have to be in violent situations right you can right, speak yeah. up when you see witness some, uh, anything just, yeah exactly um yeah, speak up. Speak do the right. Up. Do the right thing. Think before you react, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. There's power in the tongue. Hey yo. Oh gosh. Wow. And with that, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Wowzers. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna wrap up this episode. I mean, it was heavily charged, and I hope you know we we kind of fleshed out some interesting conversations for you. Yeah, there's but no such thing as as bad here. It's just different types of here. Yes and we need to convince the world that um but with that kind folks thank you again for supporting us thank you for tuning in um until next time until next time bye hasta luego bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs>